Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Whoop, whoop, sound of the police. Whoop, whoop, sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. I've had savage food poisoning. And when I say <laughs> I've been sick already twice before this podcast, but Mr... Lang Lang, whatever the fuck your name is, <laughs> forces me to do it. Whether I'm dying in my bed, crying, he drags me out by the serious? skin of my teeth and He's... forces me to do this. But Can I'm I... glad I'm here. Okay, I'm going to tell you what happened, all right? I... I... He left me. No, I didn't. Being sick. No, I didn't leave you. Sophie can complain a fair bit. You can. You, you sometimes complain, right? I can have any injury. I've got the threshold of a gladiator <laughs> okay you have a you do have a good threshold so he goes oh i feel sick or, or this was happening all last night oh i feel sick and you I'm... say you feel sick when you eat full snogs you're like oh i'm so sick <laughs> okay. i say i feel sick because i feel sick <laughs> she then sits on the sofa she's like feel my back it's sweaty i'm like oh god what's going on so i feel her back oh yeah it is actually sweaty so she's not feeling very well Anyway. You did not go, oh, it is sweaty. You were like, you're fine. You're fine. Just He was like, you're anxious. I was like, no, I'm not. But thanks for <laughs> filling my mind that I've got anxiety. <laughs> Everything I feel, Jamie just goes, you're anxious. Stub my toe. Oh, don't worry. It's your, you're anxious, Sophie. I broke my toe. You're anxious. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> Have we spoken about how you broken your toe? Did we speak about that on the podcast? It's still so broken and Jamie will not believe it. Sophie... The way Sophie broke her toe No, was... we, sound, we sound weird. No, it does not weird. It's fine. Sophie broke her toe because we are having a bit of an argument and then she started chasing me around the table. It was like a game of musical chairs. It was actually one of the most weird. <laughs> and then I started laughing as we were doing it, but Jamie was literally like... And then... She slipped and... I didn't slip. I just stubbed it right <laughs> on the side of the dining room table and I honestly have never felt pain like it. But then when she did it, she looked at me and went, oh my toe, and she went... You pushed me. <laughs> what? what you were chasing me? And you went. You pushed me, and I was like, "What the hell is going Jamie on?" Jamie then wanted to record me doing a statement <laughs> to say that I did not push him, uh, that he did not push me. So I was like, "Fucking Amber Heard." I was like, "I'm not gonna like sell this to the press that you broke my toe, you weirdo." Yeah. I- anyway, Sophie felt very unwell. And so I said, look, I'm going to sleep downstairs tonight because she's packing for her sister's hen. You're going on your sister's hen, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to sleep downstairs. Because he can't bear me to feel like, well, he, he hates it no. if I move or touch him or anything. It's like that. fine. Anyway, what I do at night is I put my phone on airplane mode so people can't get hold of me. I honestly, I don't know if you've been messing with it. Sophie rang me, rang through my iPad, which was on loud next to me. So I had to pick my iPad up. It's 4am in the morning. Sophie goes, I'm not well. I'm not well. She's literally just upstairs. She's just literally upstairs. I was screaming. I was going, Jamie, call an ambulance. For like two hours and you weren't picking up the phone. And as I called him, guys, all he did was go, you've got food poisoning. Going back to sleep now. I was like lying on the floor on the loo. I was like, this is just not right. I then came up, I then wake up this morning, I sent her a message. It's like 6.30 morning. I go, 
morning, how are you? As but even before I said, help me. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. So I came upstairs. I'm not going to say what you said straight away because that you just no, you were just no, un- no, you were just, no. you just like it was food poisoning on another level, guys. And you just know there's no control anywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's no bad cheese on my bed at the moment. Can I, I say I, what you said. It's no, please, honey. No, it's not your fault. No, but it's... no, I really, really don't want okay. you to say that. But I made myself a little bed by the bathroom, <laughs> like by the toilet, and I snuggled up by the loo all night on my own because he, the lazy bastard, was downstairs having a peaceful sleep. <laughs> and then you had the audacity to wake up and lie on the bed, touching my foot because you didn't want to come near me because you didn't want to catch any germs. And you were like, oh, I'm so tired. I didn't sleep well. I was like, are you joking? <laughs> Very excitingly, ladies and gentlemen, today on the podcast, we have a tarot card reader to read the future of Sophie and I together. I always thought they were called tarot cards. Like carrot? Yeah, tarot. I, ta- tarot, tarot, I don't know. Tarot, Listen, right? let's just... Bloody begin the episode, oh, are you right? God, sorry, having a wave. Okay, you should begin the episode? Yeah, boy. <laughs> okay, girl. You ready yeah, for boy. It? You ready for a girl? That hair, those roots are coming through. This is the oh, middle. Oh, God, this let's is just the, begin the episode. Look, it's one weekend and you've always got to that state, already got to the stage of don't like, we need to shave that motherfucker off. <laughs> All right. Well, if you shave, I'll shave. Sorry, that was rude. I'm lasered, so go fuck yourself. All right, let's Whoa, begin. That was rude. <laughs> you ready for it? Yeah, boy. <laughs> Yeah, yep. girl. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. And I'm Sophie Lang. And we met five years ago. And we're... Married! Married! Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's right. Can't get rid of me. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Nillyweds. Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Nillyweds. I'm Sophie Abu, and this is my idiot husband, Jamie Lang. <laughs> It's episode two of Newlyweds. Well done, there we go. Um, hey, what are you thinking about the show so far? Are you enjoying it? We've only done one. <laughs> I know, I don't know why I said that, but I really like it. I, well, not really, because I feel really sick and I'm sweating. But other than that, I am really enjoying it. I tell you what, people... I'm worried about what we're going to have to talk about. What do you mean? Like, there's not a wedding. Sophie, are you joking? We have so much stuff going on. I mean, it's crazy. We're trying to buy a house. That's what we're trying to do. We're out failing of- miserably because you honestly want to get a twenty million pound house with the budget of two percent of that. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but like seriously, he is deluded, guys, and it is driving me up the wall. Okay, so exactly here we go. That's one example of what we're talking about. But that- we're never. There's nothing to talk about because we will never buy a house. We are. We're going to live in our egg spelling flat for the rest of our lives, and I will just. <laughs> Die that we rent that living there. Okay, we got that's got bad energy. We've got that. I we go, I've just been made godfather. That's very exciting. All <gasps> these kind of things. You are getting very broody at the moment. That's another conversation. I basically we, have been made godmother as well because I love Peggy. You know, there is so do. we're newlyweds. There are so many things. Hey, potentially we are getting guests on. We're going on trips. Don't even just fret. About trip. It. Oh yeah, man, we're going on talking loads of, of trips. talking of trips. Sophie and I had a um, unbelievable journey this week. We got invited to our friends on the weekend for a barbecue. <laughs> we woke up in the morning. We woke up. No, we might get arrested. We woke up in the morning of... Um, We'd had a fight, actually, the night before. We had a fight, no, but that was fine. It's just an argument. Anyway, we woke up in the morning. Jamie, and- Jamie decided to sleep on the floor for a bit. I did, but then I got back in the bed because I was... <laughs> <laughs> I was- <laughs> no, no, what he did, actually, which was really weird because it wasn't even a big deal. Of- and oh, there's should- nothing to talk about, is there? There's nothing also, to talk like, about. I'm quite the one to be like, oh, fuck off if we had a fight I'd be like potty oh, mouth 
sorry, potty mouth. There's no swearing from me this this new series. Okay. I'm like, skew if, if we've had a fight, off you go. But you were like, I'm going to book a room at White City. And then 10 minutes later, you lay on the floor on a little sheet and then you climb back into bed. <laughs> Yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we wake up in the morning. Oof. We're a little bit late to get to our friends for the barbecue. And um, I phone up my friend and say, buddy, listen, where is it? It's in Cobham. And he's like, okay, cool. Um, you have to take these rows to get that. I'm like, great. I'm going to take the Vespa. The 125cc Vespa, right? He says, don't do that. They're big roads. I went, trust me, it'll be absolutely fine. I even phoned my dad up and says, all right. He said, yeah, it's fine. We get on the Vespa, Sophie's on the back. My helmet has no visor, so wind is going in my face. I'm driving down and I have the directions in my ears and it says, please turn right. So I'm st- I'm turning right. I look up at the big sign. It says M4. <laughs> What's most concerning is Jamie was racking him- his brain at what M4 was. I was like, M4 is the most well-known motorway in the world. I didn't realise. We got on to the M4 on a Vespa. 40 miles per hour. 40 miles per hour the slow lane. Illegal. And it went in my ears, stay on the road for 19 miles. I was like, oh my God. I honestly... Lorries and buses, honking us. That's Sophie was, Sophie was so scared on the back. She was quite, she was silent. She wasn't making I'm, I'm not like the strongest of people and the wind was very windy that day. So I was literally flowing. Every time a lorry went past, my whole body went off. And my helmet was just... It wasn't even on me. It was on the back of her head because it's so strong. At one point, I put my hands together in prayer. Did a little pray. Prayer? One, one car drove past and took a photo of us. Oh, many did. And I was on the back going... Yeah, we then we I have to pull into a service station. Good, like the services. No one's ever done that on a Vespa. To pull into the services because Sophie was so scared. Sophie was shaking and she honestly couldn't speak. She was so scared. She's like, I don't think I can go Sorry, back. Sorry, I, I really was not that scared. You were more scared. You than asked I was. me to order you an Uber from a, from a services station. Yeah, because it, the Vespa is so pathetically weak. The lorries were like wisping it over. We were going to capsize. And all I kept thinking is, my legs are there and that's me done. <laughs> That's that game over for them. Anyway, what made it even better was we, I come back onto the motorway. By the way, getting on from the slip road back onto the motorway on a Vespa is the most intense thing. By the way, done. he doesn't have a driving license. He does for a Vespa, but not a proper one. It was so. a mistake. Listen, I know it was wrong, but I, I didn't. I didn't. We could actually get in trouble. For well, this it's not my fault. Not. Listen, it happened. I'm just being honest. And then anyway, it said take the road off. So I took the road off. I was like, thank God, we're off it. Ah, oh, went back on. Drove it. Said take a right. Went a right. Gone onto the M25. <laughs> <laughs> which is even bigger. We're on the M25, which is four lanes. <laughs> Guys, the funniest, the weirdest part, you were crying of laughter the entire way and all I could hear him was, and I didn't know, but he was also so short and like, his eyes were so... no voice so so things were just going in my... I couldn't see anything. <laughs> and also I can't slow down. The road, you know, it's the four lanes, and you've got that little bit of the road we could bark on. I honestly thought I was gonna have to drive on that. <laughs> the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. Stop. I don't have it in me today because there's a lot of sickness. <sighs> it's fucking brilliant. Anyway, I was driving, and this guy was honking behind me. 
Like honk, 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 honk. And I was like, what the hell's wrong with this dude? Like, what the hell's going on? So anyway, I just ignored it, whatever. I thought it wasn't about me. I indicated to pull into the lane. He, in his like big Cayenne Porsche, passed it like that. I was like, what the hell? Road rage kicks in, bang. So I drive up next to him on my Vesta. He rolls down the window. I'm like, what are you doing? And we had this huge argument. He then says, I'm going to tell your mother. And I went... Sorry, what? He says, I'm going to tell your mother. I went, how do you know my mother? He says, I know Penny. I know your mother. I'm going to ring her right now. Sorry, he's a weird man. And I said, I'm 34. <laughs> what do you mean you're going to ring my mother? And he went, I'm going to ring her. I'm going to ring Penny now. And I went, what's your name? And he went, Michael Blur. And I went, well, oh, you gonna... really just dropped Michael Blur, innit? And I, then I phoned my mother. What? Yeah, I phoned my mother first and said, by the way, your friend Michael. And she goes, yeah, I know him. I went, he's just gave me some road rage on the road. Michael Blur, he must have been having a bad day. He was having a bad day. We had your sister's wedding. Oh, yeah, English God. wedding. How was that? It was the great. My sister is just the greatest person ever, and she has been with Tom, who is the greatest person for ten years, eleven years. Oh my God! Yeah, isn't amazing. that insane? It was great. It was. You gave great. a lovely speech poem. I gave. I think it. you should read it. I think you should read what you read at your sister's wedding because it was so. Lovely and nice. Where... Oh, well, it was a little segment from... Well, should I read it and see if the listeners guess where it's from? Yeah, where's where's your phone? His hello was the end of her endings. Her laugh was their first step down the aisle. His hand would be hers to hold forever. His forever was as simple as her smile. He said she was what he was missing. She said instantly she knew. She was a question to be answered. And his answer was, I do. Guess where it's from, kids? Where's it from? Peter Pan. Ready? Yeah. No. We don't know. Just... Sex and the city. Yeah. You read a bit from Sex and the City. Jamie, you gave me the shittest readings to read, and I sent them to my dad the night before. Like, do you like these? And he was like, mm, No. Are you joking? They were so lovely. Jamie also okay. deliver rude a cake to my sister's wedding. You asked me to. Yeah, but okay, yeah, fair enough. I do you know? Did. Uh, do you know what? Boy, was... did Jamie go in on the cake? I was going in, and Tom Berry's dad is a guy called Grant. He's an amazing guy. We had just met. We had had a couple of drinks and I was getting a big spoon of carrot cake, scooping it out and going, Grant, here comes the plane. <laughs> and flying a spoon of carrot cake into his mouth. And he was going, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> acting like kids. You were just doing it to try and like deflect the fact that you were going in for 10 more spoons of the cake. I'm pretty sure you Shout out to Hummingbird. That was the best carrot cake I've ever had. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was boy, absolutely it was delicious. And shout out to Stanley's because that food was... Chef's, chef's yeah. kiss. Yeah, yeah. More like a kiss. <laughs> it was more like, that's mine and Jamie's pet, hey? When people eat oh. and they go... Hey, um, speaking of which, do you know what else brings me absolute joy and love and happiness? Um, snocks. No, uh, no. Do you know what else brings me... When, when we get to do it each episode, it's like, oh my God, we get oh to do this boy, again. Oh I know. So what is it time for, baby it girl? It is time for us. Sorry, uh, listeners' messages. I nearly said sex in the city. It's, it's time, time for listeners' messages. messages. Uh, right, it's time for listeners' messages, my favourite part of the episode. Hey, right. What do you mean? Hey, That's right. what you do. You go, hey, right. Yeah, because I'm trying to give energy into this. You can just go, guys, listen. It's time for listeners' messages. People get bored like that. Oh, by the way, the reason why we're wearing different clothes is because we shot this at a different time. Oh, yeah, that's why. That's why, isn't it, honey? That's why, sister. Oh, that's why, sister. Are you ready for listeners' messages, honey? Oh, boy, am I ready. Um, big thank you for everyone who always sends them in. We absolutely, I'm going to say it, we just love them. 
We bloody love them. Do you know what? I do have to talk about them when I'm with my friends, like when I have girl time. And so many of my girls are like, I know someone who was at that wedding where that happened. I'm like, what? Well, there's now a podcast apparently called Someone Who Shat on the Floor. And I swear to God, they made it because of our podcast. Well, they're trying to detect you did the Yeah, shit. who actually pooed on the floor. Who the fuck did the poo? I don't know, honey. Surely you would have seen someone would have smelled, they would have had like marks on them, they would have disappeared. I know, my poo does. Here is a listener's message from Anonymous. Hi, guys. I'm so happy for you to be back. My Mondays haven't been the same without my dose of all things nearlyweds. Obviously, now it's newlyweds. I just want to share my most tragic dating story. There have been many, but this has to be the worst. I had liked a guy from work for a while and we'd been texting. After one successful date, he invited me over for his dinner and I was delighted. He had been a perfect gentleman up to that point, so I was intrigued to see how the evening would pan out. The night started well, conversation was flowing, and then he disappeared off to pour some wine. Mm. When he reappeared, he was smiling proudly with a glass of red wine in his hand. But something was off. I looked down and he'd put his actual penis in the wine. No, no. Just dipped it in there, all shriveled like it was normal. Ah, no. Why would he do that? I politely declined his kind offer to help him clean up. I was so shocked and he just acted like it was completely normal. Maybe he's had success with this in the past. Needless to say, he was not my Prince Charming and things fizzled out pretty quickly. Happy to be off the dating train now and in a relationship where my wine doesn't come with anything floating in it. Sorry, surely. That is so aggressive. That is not only aggressive, it's surely there's something wrong in your brain if you're thinking, oh, she's going to love a glass of Merlot with my shriveled flasses dick floating in it. <laughs> also, how did he walk? Like, really steadily while like trying to keep his willy in place. Has anyone ever just got their willy out? In front of you? Yeah. They have? Yeah. What did you do? I went, that's not going to work. <laughs> it was really big. Oh my God. Needless to say, nothing Hon- happened. Look, honestly, like, that I've just, never had honestly a wa- fills me with just so I've much I've never had a one night stand and Jamie knows the situation that is. I just so don't, don't even think try. That's true. I haven't. You haven't? No. I can count everyone I slept with on one hand. Five. Well, you have seven hands. Seven Sorry, seven fingers. You're really funny. Okay, right. Here, next one, honey. Just for the record, Jamie sometimes bumps into people in the street and they go, hi, Jamie. And I go, have you slept with her? And he's like, can't remember. That is yeah, such you heard a it. lie. Yes. That is ha- such it a lie. It happened in House once we were in Soho House. And this girl went, came up to me and said, hi, nice to meet you. But, uh, Jamie cre- creeps over and Jamie's like, hi, nice to meet you. And she was like, I've slept with you. And Jamie was like, have you? That's a big lie. That's such that a lie. That isn't. It's, it's such a lie, but if it was true... That's a scoundrel you don't used to be. Don't hate the player. Is that what no. they say? Is that, I don't know. I, I, of course, I remember everyone I said. Do you know what? I can count them on two hands. Here's a honeymoon story from, for the ages. Great. We went to Tenerife for our honeymoon, two weeks away, constant sun, absolute bliss. Apart from the fact my husband was really suffering with hay fever. It happens. I hear you, sister. Anyway, it was the second night and we had a beautiful balcony looking over our hotel with a pool and a bar that was packed out in the evening as it was all inclusive. Mm, Lovely. This is where things take a little turn. Me and my husband start shagging in the bathroom. So aggressive again. What are these... Producer Jack, these aggressive messages. Shagging is quite I shush. They were shagging in the bedroom, but we are feeling a little adventurous. It's a honeymoon after all. So we go out onto the balcony and carry on having sex out there. Now, at this time, we thought we were discreet. It was dark and we were being quiet. It was sexy too. So we decided to take it to the next level and do anal. (laughs) 
it's a real, it's a real, it's a real mood turn in that one. It's Ooh, a real, let it's me a real just room stick changer. it in your bum and oh, hi down there. How's your pina colada? It's, it's a real room changer when you could do it like that. As he approached the anus and started to insert, suddenly out of nowhere he let out a massive sneeze, which involuntarily made him thrust towards me, jamming his penis instantly into my bum. I screamed. A, pro- a proper scream too. In fact, it was so loud, everyone from the pool and the bar looked up in horror, only to find two naked idiots in doggy position over the balcony. He's still sneezing at this point, and I'm hopping off into the room, unbelievably embarrassed. I would die. The next morning, we made it down to breakfast, and a couple we'd made friends with the night before came over and was smirking. I go bright red. The man gives my husband a wink and passes some antihistamines, saying, you, want, you might want these for next time. To be fair, it was hilarious, and we still laugh about it now. Oh, my God. I must say, that is a thing. Thing that boys like sometimes get it in the wrong area and what it's are you like, talking? No, like, what, like not I, that that's happened to me sorry I know my dad listens but I've heard that like you're doing doggy and then boof goes in the wrong the wrong puts it in the wrong gear and it's not it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's a real shock yeah puts it in the wrong gear goes from first gear to second gear <laughs> and then it goes in the boom in the boom <laughs> it and it's in... a real shock for the poor girl okay we have another listener's message uh, from Hannah My dog Monty passed away two months into mine and my boyfriend's relationship. He was our little rescue dog, and he was mine and my family's world for 14 years. It was very early days in mine and my boyfriend's relationship when he passed, and I was a mess. I worried he'd be put off. My birthday was 10 days later, and that time my boyfriend had commissioned a local artist to do a painting of Monty, which I opened on my birthday. It was the loveliest thing anyone has ever done for me. He was so nervous for me to see it, he was shaking. It was that moment that I knew I had found my person. Seven years on, we're married with our whole lives ahead of us. Stop, that is so sweet. That is fantastic. See, do you know how much it means when people appreciate how much you love your dog? I do. It's fantastic, honey. That it means the world. I know, and I do. It means the world. How much do you love Bobby? I, 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 I find Bobby... Don't say it because okay. I, I borderline told him that it would be the end of us if he doesn't love. I can't her. believe that you would pick Bobby over our, our relationship. No, I don't think it's normal that a human being cannot find Bobby Hugh. How you can't love her with every might of you like I do. Every might of me. No, Every I... soul and inch of your soul and being. <laughs> I would jump in front of a car for Bobby. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. If Bobby was in the road, the dog, and a lorry was going towards Bobby. I would jump in front of it. And, would... and you would both sat... die. Yeah, no, because I would <laughs> shove her over my head. She's only like... You would throw her over your head. And I would just hope to God that my bows are strong enough. You think a lorry would protect your bows? I got hit by a car. It ran over my leg. And you broke your leg? Broke my bow, my ankle. My <laughs> David Beckham bone. I made it still. Yeah, how would Bobby survive? Uh, the she's limber, Jack. She is limber. <laughs> she's not limber. Just don't. Even the thought of her being in pain hurts. Okay, listen, everyone. Um, we really absolutely love those listeners' messages. By the way, if you haven't seen on our Instagram already, we really need you to help us propose the pod. Now, if you're just tuning into the podcast, propose the pod is where we ask you to go and propose our podcast to other people. However, for the month of July, there's a little bit of a twist. We are going to give you one. Thousand British pounds. Yes, that's how much, Soph? That's 1,000 British pounds. All you have to do is go and create a video of you proposing the pod in the most creative, best way. You can't harm yourself or anyone else and you can be in a chance of winning 1,000 pounds. You've got to tag us on Instagram, um, post the video and remember to tag 
newlyweds as well. So go and join. You could be in the chance of winning £1,000. Go and propose the pod. Go propose the pod. Propose the pod. Um, okay, everybody, that is the end of listeners' messages. Um, as always, please, please, please send in all of your listeners' messages. We are back and we want them. We want the fun. We want them exciting. We, we want, want them, them naughty. Laughter. We want them silly. What else do we want them? We want them crazy. Crazy. We want them mysterious. Mysterious. We want them all. Yeah. Go and send them to at Newlyweds Podcast or send them to newlyweds at jampopproductions.co.uk. That's the end of... Newlyweds. No. Newlyweds listeners' messages. It's the end end of listeners' messages. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We decided because we're newlyweds, um, we wanted to see what our future was going to be like. Now, Sophie is very spiritual. You love crystals. You, you, you got them all down. You can hear them all down her wrist. She uh, thinks she's a clairvoyant. And oh my no, God. I don't. You think, think you I'm are a, a little bit clairvoyant. I've been told that I am. What did your, what about your grandmother? What happened there? My nana, my dad's mom, was um, sadly dying of cancer when my mom got pregnant with me. And she went and told my nana, she said, oh my God, I'm pregnant. And they said, what's her due date? And she said, September the 20th. And my nana went, nope, she'll be born October the 19th. And my mom was like, well, she won't because that's literally like a month later. Like, I fucking hope she won't. (laughs) Lo and behold, I was born October the 19th. I was nine pounds ten because I was so late. My mum was probably ripped to shreds. No, she probably wasn't really there. And um, and yeah, so I was born on my nana's birthday, and then popping out a nine pound something baby oh, was, is I enormous. Must have been hideous as well. I must have been like, what the fuck? You'd is been a like giant? two, three foot. I was literally like as long as my sister, and she was two and a half. I honestly, oh I, I was not a cute baby, but then I became cute. We have, and the team have invited Fingal onto the podcast, who is a tarot card reader. He is amazing, and I cannot wait to see what happens. So please, welcome to the podcast, Fingal. Fingle, Fingle, Pingle. Fingle. Okay. Please welcome Fingal. Fingal, welcome to the podcast. Thank single you. Fingle. Thank you for having me. Single, no, Fingle. Are you it used, single? To, it used to be my chat up line. No, I'm married as well. So oh. I can no longer be a single Fingal. Um, why would you assume that Fingal is single? Because Fingal rhymes with single. So like <laughs> Fingal, the single Pringle. But you're not. Who likes to mingle? But I guess back in the day when you were single, that was, it was quite it a good was, little it, thing. Yeah, it worked a um, Fingal, can you explain to our audience what you do? 
Yeah, so I am a tarot reader and psychic, um, but I'm also the founder of the Wellness Foundry. So I run a team of astrologers, healers, psychics, the whole kind of weird wow. and wonderful. We kind of call ourselves the uh, the spiritual Netflix. Is um, it's actually Kagi gave me that one, so thank you. Did so, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gave me that one. So um, yeah, so we we just kind of cover everything. But I do a lot of one to one readings, um, but also psychic mentorship. So really helping people develop their intuition and, and psychic abilities. So I'm number seven yeah that means i'm quite sorry yes how many how many siblings have you got one right okay because if you were the seventh of the seventh child then you would be like oh god i don't think my mom would ever have seven (laughs) people shout at me on the streets that i'm a 10 what does that mean 10 yeah (laughs) it's not it's not like how fit you are well that's what they shout at me they go you're a 10 and i go Thank you very much. I'll tell Fingal. I was going to say, you can't be a number 10. You can only go up to a number nine. Must so. be You're a number three, I think he is. He's a number three. My, think... my lucky number. Um, when did you first realise that you um, could see sort of spirits, you could have this sort of, this energy of understanding people? It's weird because I, I did it a lot as a kid. I remember being about 10 and lying on my bed and trying to astral project. I, like, no one taught me that. No one kind of... What, I is, never astral, had, what is astral yeah. project? It, astral project is like when you basically leave your body. So a lot of the people that have kind of out-of-body experiences, that's what they mean. So we, we kind of are made of the physical body, but we're also made of the energetic body. So it was only until I hit crisis, which tends to be a lot of people's spiritual awakenings yeah. happen mm-hmm. on the back of crisis, sadly. So I had quite... A severe health crisis and then it all started kicking kicking up again but it took me about two years of thinking am I going mad is this like because I was hearing voices I was writing from spirit I was seeing things so I was just like well this what? this must be Whoa. psychosis because I've got no other reference point to it so this is That's scary it's really really scary yesterday or the day before mm. I saw this thing on TikTok and it, or Instagram or something and it said, ask the gift, um, ask the universe for a gift in the next 24 hours. So you say the time, it was like 2.22, I'd like a gift in the next 24 hours. And then your producer called me 22 hours later. Oh my so God. this is really like... The, Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely what? hand on heart. So I was like, this is the gift. Like this, what a great wow. gift that's just come in. So I'm not sure if it's a gift. No, it's all day. I'm not going to let you get. My God, and she's clingy. So she, yeah, oh my God. We've um, just had our lovely friend Sue Dabbs, who's a crystal healer, and she's just sort of crystallized our house. Amazing. She was like, your energy is like zero. And apparently there's like a line of energy in between our bed, literally cutting Jamie and I in oh. half. And she was like, I can't even believe you're still together. And I was like, I don't know. It's apparently just like it's bouncing <laughs> off. Like I didn't quite understand. Can't believe it, you're but... still together. That, that's not what Sue said, is it? She was like, "How's the sex life?" <laughs> no. Yeah, and you went, "Boy, is good." <laughs> I it's a like we can't sleep in that bedroom. Like I believe in it so much. I was like, "We need Gal." So I, I'm gonna be honest. Sue is amazing, but Sophie is. Um, and now uh, organized organized crystals to uh, be put around the house. Yes. Thing, I'm, I'm just going to put out there. We, we've just had a wedding. Mm-hmm. We've just had a honeymoon. And now we're having crystals put everywhere. Crystals are so expensive. Yes. And can you just explain, what do tarot cards do? So tarot, I always say, is like a diagnostic tool. It's a bit like an x-ray. 
Um, so it tells you the energy of what's going on in your life right here, right now. So it's completely up to you. Like you could go to the doctors, they give you the x-ray and they say, right, okay, you've got a slight misalignment in your shoulder, let's say. And the prognosis is we either treat it in this way, this way, or we leave it. So that decision making is yours. So the tarot is never about you've got to do, it won't, it will never dictate um, so although we'll look at kind of future aspects, it's not fortune telling in that in that respect, because again, you've always got free will. So you've always got command and choice and agency over your life. How do you want to do this? Do you want to do so first we do it together? How does it work? I, I'm, I, I'm up for um, laying some cards down as with the relationship in general, if that's Great. All right. Just yeah. as a kind of an exploration of what's going to work, what we need to work on, what need, might need some so adjustments, a- where you're going to sing and shine. I'll probably bounce between the both of you as we go, if that's all right. Amazing. There was one time with Sophie when we were sitting there and we were talking about animals. What, what happened? Oh, I don't know. There's been loads of things. Once when I was like six, my mum picked up the phone and she went, hi. And I went, oh my God, Auntie Gail's been robbed. And my mum was like, she hadn't even said it. And then my oh, auntie wow. went, we've just been robbed. And my mum was like, yeah. So you know, I was sitting with Sophie and in my head, I, we were talking about animals. And in my head, I was going, I'm scared of horses. And I didn't say it out loud. And Sophie turned to me and went, I'm scared of horses as well. And I went, sorry, what the hell? How, you just read my mind. And she was like, didn't you say that? I was like, no. I'm not I was quite thinking in tune with that at the moment. That's, that was weird. That's just weird. It's another the, doubly bizarre because there's something about horses with you anyway that I'm going to talk about because as soon as you came in, there's loads about horse racing, but we're going to get to that in a, in a moment. It's really strange. Equus. But, yes, Daniel well, Radcliffe in Equus. Wait, I've it. been told that I'm going to live on a ranch. I don't know why. With who? <laughs> with Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, with okay. Brad Pitt. You and Brad Pitt are going to live on a ranch together. Okay. Okay, so we will begin. So what I'm going to do is just shuffle the cards and whenever you intuit the time to be correct and right, I just want one of you, both of you, whatever, just to say stop. 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 Okay, so I've got two piles. Would you like left or right? Left. left. This one? Oh, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> Beaver. <laughs> Is that what we do? With... I'm playing now. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh, no. Bingo. <laughs> I actually feel really nervous. Why do you feel... With... I don't know. It's great. With you, Jamie, I see a lot, a lot of yellow. And I'll explain these colours in a moment. And with you, Sophie, I see a lot, a lot, a lot of blue. It's always about the kind of the outward expression of things. So it's lots to do with confidence, self-identity, and it sounds a bit saccharine, but it's basically part of your kind of um, soul's path to bring joy and optimism and hope and kind of, it's, you know, yellow cannot be a depressing colour. It is always kind of optimistic and uplifting. So as much as you can kind of lean into that. I'm going to cry, the, 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 I, think the, the, I love that. No, it's, 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 it's really, really, really true. Um, and and it's just it's very, very, very important for you I keep being told of like, again, it sounds a bit of a, a cliche, but it's like shining your light out into the world. And there's a lot, a lot here about you. I think there's going to be even more international travel or more about you kind of going to places. And I don't know why. LA. But no, Sorry. weirdly, um, Africa's coming up, oddly. Um, there's something here I can see, and it sounds a bit strange, but I can see you kind of surrounded by lots and lots of children. It's really odd. Not your kind of um, personal children, I'll get to that later, but there 
there is definitely something about either a kind of charity project or something in there. With Sophie, I see a lot, a lot, a lot of blue, which is always linked with the element of air. So lots of very kind of intelligent, lots of being able to kind of um, channel things. So again, very, very spiritual. I feel that your sense of right and wrong is very, very high um, because they keep showing me scales as well, like scales of justice, so to speak. Libra. Ah, brilliant. That is so true. Good. I'm a Libra. That is so true. And it's like you're really able to kind of weigh things up and balance things up. And again, they're saying to me that your voice and your communication is one of the strongest tools that you have or one of the strongest gifts that you have so don't kind of necessarily abandon this or or kind of lose this it's a really really good time for you both to be looking at okay what are our long-term goals what are our long-term plans where do we want to fix our horizon what are we doing collaboratively now I mean this with great love both of you um but it's it's slightly guarding against, I can't believe I'm going to say this to you lovely people, it's slightly guarding against laziness. I've got to be honest. Now, I don't think you're inherently lazy at all. It's just a laziness of the expectation that things are going to kind of, in a way, work out financially. Now, I think they will. It's absolutely fine. But it's just guarding you against resting on your laurels, basically. In the projects that you're starting and building, don't just leave them on a kind of simmering boil and just assume that it will be fine. It's a reminder to both of you to kind of constantly kind of check in and make sure that it's being navigated Great. and kind of sharpened and and kind of tweaked in a particular amazing. way it's not just kind of oh yeah and I'm sure that would be because again it's like because of this optimistic part of you yes that's great but on occasion is I that more of, focused towards me or Sophie? More towards you. But, Interesting. Because you believe everything is going to work out 100%. Yeah, I do. So. I really do. And that's okay. absolutely fine. And that's, I don't want to kind of take that away from you in any shape or form. But it's this this simmering boil thing is is a really good kind of um, yeah, metaphor. In a Got it. Way. I, so I hear what you're saying. Like, occasionally take off the lid and check sure, make sure it's all right and put it back on. Oh my God. The most exciting part for me from this kind of spread is the judgment card, which is neither of you are going to kind of come out of this relationship the same in a very positive way but it's these kind of personal I feel like you're both going through quite a a, a kind of pronounced time of personal um, transformation internal transformation so it's kind of in many ways it's going to feel quite topsy-turvy for a while but in a a fun way they're literally showing (laughs) they're literally showing you both this is hilarious this is a first for my readings but they're literally showing you both on the back of a jet ski kind of bouncing along um, on top so you're having fun while you're doing it but it's gonna be quite kind of choppy and changey there's often this issue when people go into marriage they expect people to stay the same from when they met them five years down the line and it's just a reminder for both of you to support this process of change and welcome those processes of change and actually if either of you need to go away for a period of time to kind of reflect and and allow that that self-transformation to occur support that go right I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you that's what you need that's, you then that's what you need that is wild <laughs> this is fun that, I just I, I'm not I'm not gonna go into deep, the detail but that is yeah that's incredible unbearably true 
have you finished? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much coming to the end. Okay. There is someone here, though. There is someone here. And I'm sorry, Sophie, I don't think it's for you, but we're going to do oh. a private reading at some point. So it will be, you know... It will, but I'm already uh, feeling emotional right now, so <laughs> send me over the edge of everything. But there's some gentleman here that's linking with horse racing. Now, this might either be something literal or metaphorical. The message that he keeps wanting to give you is twofold. It's like, it keeps showing me a tortoise hilariously and it's about a reminder of you sometimes just to go slow. Not everything kind of has to be taken at a million miles what an hour. Fun. So it's like, remember to stop <laughs> and, say, and smell the roses. So it's just a slight reminder of that. And also the horse racing to me is about risk. And I feel that that's a very yeah. positive thing. I feel that you're quite charmed anyway. I think you're both incredibly lucky in, in many, many ways. Um, and, you know, 99% of the time he's saying that the kind of your, your, your wallet will be full, so to speak, but he's just reminding you not to take unnecessary risk. And this is particularly, particularly, particularly in the interests of money, he's saying. No, wild. Um, <laughs> but, this is yeah. wild. <laughs> what thing is that? It's absolutely that is not. I, I like. I can't even tell you. That is so odd. I'm really upset. Thank you. Pleasure. That Pleasure. is. I love doing this work. The way that you articulate and the way that you tell the story that you see and you do is just so delicate and so kind and so wonderful. I, I'm full of risk and I'm full of it. And and, and I particularly and, with money. Particularly I'm like, with money. Whoa. And, you know, Sophie, uh, you know, we both go through journeys and Sophie particularly is probably on a different, you know, bit of a journey at the moment, with it, which is so interesting. I mean, honestly, that is insane. It's incredible. And, and so it incredible. feels like we're, we're strong pair. Oh, it's it, honestly, honestly, really? it's really, there's going to be competition, but in a very healthy way and mm. in a way that really supports each other and nudges each other on, on and cheerleads one another. It's never going to be com- a competition of I've got to be further ahead than she or I've got to be further ahead than he. There is this kind of real, if you want to do it, go for it. So there's, that is a, such a, such a wonderful support for sure. My dad always said the most important thing in a relationship is you change with each other. Absolutely. And and mm-hmm. I'm so conscious of that and realising that you have to do that and the person that you met, you change. That's what we do throughout life. This is the second episode of our podcast, Newlyweds. Uh, we came into this a little bit nervous because Sophie's very spiritual. I am definitely spiritual and it's quite nerve-wracking because we're opening up ourselves to Completely. a future about ourselves, right? Completely. And we have to accept the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it is. I'm so glad we did that because... I'm going to swear, fuck me, that was great. That was incredible. <laughs> so thank cool. You, thank you. And just thank you so yeah, much. Pleasure, no, thank pleasure. you Where, so, so much. Where can I find you? Yeah, anyone listening to <laughs> I'm this. I'm going to be knocking at your door. Okay? <laughs> Any, you know, I, I, a lot of people do. Speed yeah, a lot of people do listen to this. So <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people want to get in touch. How can we get in touch with you? So you can find me at wellnessfoundry.co.uk or on Instagram at wellnessfoundry. It's usually there. The easiest way. Guys, honestly, that was, I, I've done this a few times. That was the greatest reading. It did oh, not interest because it was positive, just the way you articulated, the way you did it, the way you looked at it. It was amazing. Thank, Thank you. you so oh, much. It's been such an honor. So, that so was much. fantastic Thank in every you. way. I love you, Fingal. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Oh. That's what you do when you're drunk. You should call me yellow, baby.
usually call me blue. Blue sounds like ER. I'm so upset. It makes me feel like I'm a sad, sad soul. Blue is my favorite color. Turquoise is my favorite color. Yeah, I, I was picturing more like a dark blue, like a droopy blue. No, I think you I are think a I'm blue. I'm like a pinky, like yellow. I'm more yellow. No, you're not. You're a blue. I'm a blue? You're blue, a blue. Blue to me is somber. It's a sad, it's sad not, color. It's not. It's not. You're blue. You're thoughtful. But I think it's because I'm sick today, so he was feeling like my energy was blue. Mine is yellow. Well, yeah. I can Would tell. you say that I was yellow? Yeah, yellow and red, like rah, hecticness. <laughs> yellow. What What do we take out of that that was interesting? I am spiritual and I am going to bring us loads of money. You are going to waste all the money because you are too up high on your horse. Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> so many things. I know I said it before, but so many things you said, are just, that's insane. So many things are insane, but I'm not sure I want you to move to Africa. When you marry someone, you get into a relationship with someone, people change. And it's important to change with each other and realize that actually the person that you marry might not be the same person in 10 years. And I'm totally cool with that, baby. I want you to grow. I want you to expand. I want me to expand and grow. And I want to do it together. Well, I've always been like under the assumption that like you sign a contract when you get married and like you can't really change because that's who I wanted to marry. So like if you change loads... Well, you know? you, do you think if I change, you're not going to be happy? Well, like, grow together. Yes. But, like, you're a great person now, so imagine if you changed into a dick. I wouldn't be able to support that. Obviously not. If I change into a dick, then... But I think if you grow and you've got to go up the hards and the lows with people, my English is terrible. <laughs> the hards and the lows. I loved how he called me intelligent. I was like, that is not... You correct. are smart, though. You underestimate yourself. Look, anyway, it, look, we, it was a, just wonderful. So thank you so much for Fingal. That is the end of our episode. Oh, oh, we don't have anything to talk about. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Listen to everybody who has sent in the listeners' messages. We absolutely love them. We freaking love them. Can you please keep sending them in? All the stories of weddings, of relationships, the ups, the downs, the left, the rights, whatever it is, please send it into our DMs, our new Instagram, which is at newlyweds podcast it's newlyweds podcast everyone always thought it was newlyweds anyway well it's newlyweds podcast so please um go and uh slip into our dms and send your stories or you can contact us at newlyweds at jampotproductions.co.uk that's newlyweds at jampotproductions.co.uk we'll leave the email in the description below guys welcome back baby Get ready for a phenomenal series. Welcome back. I'm so sorry I felt a little bit sick today, guys. I had food poisoning, so please do forgive me. I won't have that next week. All right, Noggin girl. Hey, listen. All right, Noggin boy. All right, Noggin head. Let's get out of this joint and let's go and take on the world. Let's go take on the world. You and me, pew pew. I can't. All right. Okay, everybody. We love you. We'll see you next week. If you're getting married. Boy, good luck. If you're engaged. You are sick. If you're single. You are sexy. And if you're getting divorced... Oh, it doesn't matter. And if you're newlyweds... Oh, you lucky jotters. <laughs> you lucky trotters. We'll see you next week. Jotters! W- okay, jotters. All right, we'll see you jotters next week. Goodbye! Oh my God, sorry. We might have to do that <laughs> Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com